This class is the Ilan Nishmas Moshe Leib Ben Avram. May the Neshama have the highest Aliyah. The title of this class is Vegetable Checking Who and When. This class is solely intended for educational purposes. It does not in any way replace a personal rough. Any questions regarding your Kashra standards should be discussed with your personal rough. We'll start off by discussing who qualifies to check produce. So really we'll first go through a list of who is disqualified from checking produce. Sometimes people ask me, can I give my maid, a non-Jewish person, the task to check? And the answer obviously is no. The chiv to check produce, we discussed in earlier classes, if it's if it's produce, that there's more than a 50% chance of bugs, you have a chiv de raisa, it's a biblical obligation to check the produce. And if the produce is mutamotsui, has a significant minority of it is infested, which is around 10% or more of a chance of infestation, there's a chiv de rabbanon, there's a rabbinical obligation to check it. And this biblical or rabbinical obligation cannot be fulfilled by a non Jew, which doesn't keep and is not commanded to keep these obligations. So the answer is no, a non Jewish maid cannot help in checking the vegetables. What she could help in is she can take the vegetable, the, leaf, the leaves apart. She can put it in the water, and you could even show her how much soap to put in the water, and she can soak the vegetables in soapy water, agitate it while you're around to make sure that she's doing it properly, and that can that can be done to save some time if it's necessary. But the final actual check of bugs needs to be done by a from. Jewish person, and we'll discuss the age of the from Jewish person soon, momentarily. So non-Jews are disqualified from checking. The next disqualification is Jews that are not from, that are not observant, since they're not observant. Um, therefore, we, we cannot trust that they will take this seriously and check it the way they should. The next disqualification is brought down in Shulchan Aruch, is regarding someone which we found out that they take this matter lightly. They don't check things properly. The Shulchan Aruch brings that a woman which checked produce, and after she checked it, they found that she's not doing a good job. So the halacha is, you can't trust her anymore. What's considered not doing a good job. Shukhanar says that you found you found a bug that's seen to the naked eye. And it's seen in a clear fashion, in an open an open way. Meaning it's not something you have to really go into the deep crevices of the vegetable to find. Something that should have obviously been found and she didn't find it, then it's problematic. If it's something that's a little harder to find, 
it's in the crevices or it's more difficult to really spot it, then if you find the bug, it could be the woman did a did her did her part, but she didn't go into every every single last corner, and she by mistake you know that oversaw that, so that's not considered uh, something that disqualifies the woman. But if it's something clear that she should have seen, then the woman is disqualified. She cannot be trusted anymore to for checking uh, for bugs. The same obviously applies for a man. The next is uh, someone with impaired eyesight, someone who cannot see properly and cannot pick up and see bugs that others, the average person would see, that is problematic. Now, although for themselves personally, it may be okay, because the Torah only requires a person to check things according to their capacity. So for themselves, it may be fine, but for others, it's going to be problematic because other people do see these bugs, and this person um, cannot see them. So that would be as well a disqualification. The next disqualification would be a child, boy or girl, under Barabbas Mitzvah. In certain scenarios, they are disqualified. When is that? So the halacha is that a child under Barabbas Mitzvah is not trusted when it comes to the Eraisa, matters that are biblical, so therefore, when it comes to produce that is considered that's considered established to have bugs, like we said, there's a 50% chance or more of it having bugs, such produce, a child that is under 13 won't cannot be trusted at all to check. However, when it comes to produce, which is uh, which is infested, but uh, it's more of a significant minority of it that's infested, which we said before is about 10% chance or more of there being bugs, that is a chiv d'rabban, it's a rabbinical obligation. The chachamim allowed children to check um, things that they obliged checking. So for example, it's brought down on Shulchan Aruch, can a katan, can a minor under bar bas mitzvah check the house for chametz? The halacha says, since the obligation to check the house for chametz is rabbinical, it's midr abanon, raisa, biblically it's enough for a person to nullify his chametz, and all the chametz is nullified, they don't have to go check the whole house for it. But the chachamim said that's not enough, that one has to check his house. So since the obligation is midr it's a rabbinical obligation to check the house, it says the halacha is, a kata and a minor could check the house. However, the altar rabbi brings, as well as other paiskim, that nevertheless, mitzvah min amuvchar, the best way to perform the mitzvah, and the chatechila, the initial way to perform the mitzvah in the most proper way, is not to rely on a minor when it comes to matters that have a teirach gadol, which have a, that are a laborious activity, difficult tasks that are laborious. In such a case, it's better not to trust a minor. If you did, it's okay, but it's better not to. The best way to do it is to avoid having a minor do it. It says that regarding checking for chametz. The Paiskim say the same thing applies for checking uh, produce for bugs. It's not an easy task. It's a laborious task. And therefore, uh, uh, a minor should not be checking produce. Again, the only, we're only talking about produce, which is a miyut hamatsu, which has uh, less, less than a 50% chance of having bugs. Uh, that's the only time it would be allowed. 
But even then, it's only b'di'eved, it's not the best case scenario. L'chadchila, it shouldn't be done. Now, obviously we're talking, even when they would do it, and it would be okay, it's only if they were trained on how to look for a bug, and what a bug looks like, and what to look for, which was a whole discussion in itself. If the child has no clue what to look for, or they don't have the right awareness or consciousness to know the, you know, about bugs, then it doesn't mean anything when they say, I checked. They have to actually know how to check. And even if they know how to check, that only works when it's a derabanan, uh, obligation that's derabanan, and it only works with the Eved, it's not when uh, after the fact, or in a case where there's no other choice, we have no, if someone's stuck, then they can rely on it. So to sum up quickly, who does qualify any from Jew which does not take the matter of checking lightly, which is over the age of Barabbas Mitzvah, could check all types of produce. If they are under Barabbas Mitzvah, then they could only check produce, which has a chiv darbana, or a binnacle obligation to check, which is a produce that has miyut matsui, a significant minority, a 10%, 10% chance or more of having bugs. But even then, it's better to avoid that and uh, not rely on a minor, only in case of necessity. The next subject is uh, when to check. So obviously, if someone doesn't have any strong light, or a light box or a strong fluorescent light, they should only check during the daytime uh, to the strong sunlight. If they do have a strong light, they can check at any time. There's no limitation. Uh, how about checking on Shabbos or Yom Tif? So on Shabbos and Yom Tif, there's a few issues that can come up uh, that can be a problem. First of all, uh, soaking vegetables in uh, water and with soap in order to remove the bugs could be a problem of bayra. The halacha says that if there are vegetables that are dirty with dirt, you're not allowed to soak them in water for the dirt to separate from the vegetable. Now, so if the lettuce is dirty, for sure, you can't soak it in water for the dirt to remove. In such a case, you're allowed to just wash it under a stream of water until the dirt comes off. You can't soak it in water. But if the lettuce is clean, you're just soaking it for insects, some places can still hold that soaking water, soaking produce in water in order for insects to fall off is also a form of barrier. However, others say it's not. And nevertheless, it should be done right before the meal. In such a case. Now that's regarding uh, barrier. Another question of barrier could come up when someone spots a bug on the lettuce, that bug could be considered mixed with the lettuce, and removing the bug could be a problem of bur. But we'll discuss soon, it could be another issue as well, of removing a bug, an issue of muksa. We'll discuss shortly. So, we spoke about bur. Another issue that can come up when checking, when soaking lettuce on Shabbos, is that we're soaking it because we want to get the bugs off. Now, if there are bugs on there, and you soak it in a soapy solution, the bugs are going to die. And on Shabbos, we're not allowed to shecht, you're not allowed to kill. So, based on that, some place can say that one should not soak lettuce in soap on Shabbos, or in a solution on Shabbos, because of the possibility of killing bugs. Rather, they should wash each piece under a strong stream of water, 
and because in such a case uh, there's less of a chance of a bug dying. And others say you could soak it in water as long as it's a doubt if there's any bugs. It's only forbidden if you know for sure there's a bug. If there's a doubt, it's okay to soak it. One should ask the Rav, obviously, um, how to go about. In addition, one if someone does find a bug on the piece of lettuce, there could be an issue of bayer, of removing that bug, which is now considered mixed with the lettuce, which according to some opinions it would suffice to rip a piece of the lettuce together with the bug. According to others, um, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't suffice. You would have to throw out the whole piece. So one should ask the Rav how to go about if they would find the bug. And one more thing is, if someone does find a bug, the bug is also mukta. You can't, live animals or live beings are mukta and cannot be handled on Shabbos. So there will be another question, which is the same thing. Some say if you remove it with some lettuce... It's called tiltum and atzad. It's not called directly moving the bug, and it's considered okay. This would be for a big bug. A big bug that's noticeable, that stands out, is not considered mixed with the lettuce. And therefore, there's no issue of bayer to remove it, but there's an issue of mukta. So some say if you take off with some of the lettuce, it's considered moving it indirectly, and that's okay for this situation because you need to eat the lettuce, and the situation, specific situation, it's okay to remove mukta with a piece of the lettuce. Others hold that's not enough. You need to shake the lettuce vigorously until the bug falls off, and that's how one should do it. And if it doesn't work, to um, th- do not use that entire piece. And after Shabbos, one can use it. One should discuss with the Rav these particular questions, how to go about. This is equally applicable for Shabbos and for Yom Tif, even though sometimes Yom Tif is different for certain halachas. When it comes to these halachas we just spoke about, about killing and about Bayer and Muktzah, it applies the same for Yom Tif. This can be very practical. Erev uh, Pesach, sometimes people may forget to check all the lettuce needed for Mar, or on the regular Shabbos as well. Some people may not check everything before Shabbos and may push some off for Shabbos day. Obviously, according to all Pesachim, Lechatchila, the best is to have everything checked before Shabbos, not to come into any of these issues. If one did not, these are issues that can be problematic, and one should discuss with their Rav, what they should do in all these specific cases.